Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut. Today we'll be helping Billy Bob try to locate his grandmother's will at Fanny Farm Mansion, and learning something about the will that God made. Stomping grounds. When I was not much taller than that old wood-burning stove sitting over there. Stomping grounds. What's that? He means where he spent a lot of his time, Joey. Yup. Each summer, my cousin Cletus and I would stay here all summer with Grandma and Grandpa. What did you do all summer? Well, we'd help in doing all the things it takes to run a farm, Lizzie. Like milking the cows and planting corn and baling hay. All of that and a whole lot more. Since Grandpa was also an architect, he needed the extra help in the summertime when the crops were growing. Farming is a fascinating occupation and a lot of hard work. You're right about that, but things sure aren't like they used to be. Farming has become very modernized over the years. I can chisel plow a field about ten times faster with my big green tractor than what we could plow when I was just a whippersnapper. What's a whippersnapper, Billy Bob? <laughs> It means a young fella like you, Joey. Oh, I see. Okay. Billy Bob, I'm so sorry that your grandmother has passed away. I know how much you loved her. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate that. Grandma was so kind to me. She made me biscuits and gravy every Saturday morning when I would stop over to help her with the chores. I sure am going to miss her. We'll certainly keep you in our prayers, Billy Bob. Can you explain the problem again so we know how to help you? Well, before you and Mrs. G arrived, Billy Bob was saying that the attorney who wrote his grandmother's last will and testament had bad news. Oh, what's that? He said that he doesn't have a copy of the will. So now what, Billy Bob? That means that it must be somewhere here in Fanny Farm Mansion. This place is gigantic. What are we looking for? Okay, kids. We're looking for a sheet of paper that says on it "Last Will and Testament." Okay, we'll look real hard for it. Yep, you can count on us. Thanks, kids. My cousin Cletus and his family were here all last week looking for the will, but didn't find it. We'll definitely give it our best try. We're here to help you, Billy Bob. Thank you all very much. <laughs> What are Joey and Rudy doing? They're upstairs looking through a desk filled with old papers and stuff. Hey, look at this picture! Whoa, it's old. This must be Billy Bob's grandmother and grandfather's wedding picture. There's something on the back, Peanut. Oh, it's a piece of paper taped to the back of the picture frame. It says 400 potatoes R14. Then the next line says 300 apples L36. And the last line says forty jars of beets are twenty-six. 
Hey, what do you have there? It's a wedding picture, Miss Smith. That's a really nice picture, don't you think, Mark? Ah,、uh, yes. It looks like they really enjoyed that day. And there's a piece of paper on the back. Hmm. Let's see. That's different. Okay, everybody outside to the picnic table. It's lunchtime. Wow, fried chicken and mashed potatoes with gravy, and string beans and homemade biscuits and real lemonade. This sure looks yummy. Thanks, Billy Bob. Hey, what's this thing? Whoa! I won't stand on that, Rudy. That's the old trap door to the fruit cellar. Whoa! Oops! Too late. Oh no! Rudy just fell through that trap door to the fruit cellar. Rudy, are you okay? I think so, Mr. Matthews. Let's dust you off. Wait! Looky that! It's an old safe. I didn't know that was down here. Hmm. I just thought of something. Right, fourteen. Left to thirty-six, and then right to twenty-six. Wow! All right. Nice going, Mark. The girls were the ones that found the combination on the back of the wedding picture. Here's an envelope that says "Will Papers" on it. Mr. G, will you read it? Sure, Billy Bob. <clears throat> it says. Last will and testament of Francis Wilhelmina Finkelhammer. I, being of sound mind, leave the Fanny Farm mansion, farm, and all of my other earthly possessions to my grandson, William Robert Finkelhammer. Who's that? That would be Billy Bob, Joey. Here's another note in the envelope. It says, "Cletus, I left you nothing." Because you never visited me. Oh, that's really sad. Well, thank you for that delicious lunch, Billy Bob. And now we can start our Bible study. Our memory verse is First Corinthians three eleven. Can you read that, Joey? Sure, Mister G. First Corinthians three eleven. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Thanks, Joey. Why don't we listen to the girls sing a hymn based on this wonderful verse? But first, I'll have Mrs. G read the words of this familiar hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. But holy trust in Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness seems to hide His face, I rest on His unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath. His covenant, His blood, support me in the whelming flood. 
When all around my soul gives way, He then is all my hope and stay. When He shall come with trumpet sound, Oh, may I then in Him be found, Dressed in His righteousness alone, Faultless to stand before the throne. Thanks, hun. Now let's listen to My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. His oath, his covenant, his blood. What is the oath? That's a great question, Lizzie. You've talked about the covenant before, which is the gospel, right? Yes, you remembered, Peanut. And we've talked about blood, right, Grandpa? That's right, Rudy. So what's the oath, Mr. G? An example of an oath is when a person testifies in a courtroom, Lizzie, by taking an oath or swearing, which is promising to tell the truth to all those present. This is also found in the Bible. Joey, can you read Numbers 30, verse 2? Sure, Mr. G. Numbers 30, verse 2. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word, he shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. Thanks, Joey. Did any of you know that God also made a promise by taking an oath? What did God promise to do, Mr. G? Well, let me try to explain. Remember, I don't believe we've looked at this before in the Bible. But today we all found out that Billy Bob's grandma, Frances Wilhelmina Finkelhammer, made a will in which she wrote that she only wanted Billy Bob and nobody else to take over Fanny Farm Mansion. Yes, sirree! Did you know that God made a very similar kind of will, just like Billy Bob's grandma made? Really? That's right, Lizzie. Why don't you read Revelation 21, verse 27? 
Let's see, Revelation 21, verse 27. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever, worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. When did he do that, Mr. G? Good question, Joey. Can you read Ephesians 1, 4? Sure, Ephesians 1, 4. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. We can learn a lot by comparing a human will, like Billy Bob's, with God's will. First of all, a will or testament is only valid when the person who wrote the will, called a testator, dies. Peanut, can you read Hebrews nine sixteen through 18? Hebrews nine sixteen through 18. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is a force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereupon, neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. Secondly, the testator alone decides whose names are written in the will or testament. That's exactly what Grandma did, Mr. G. She put me in the will and left poor pleaders out. You got that right, Billy Bob. Rudy, can you read Romans nine fifteen through 16 for all of us? Okay, Grandpa. Romans nine fifteen through 16. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that sheweth mercy. Thirdly, those named in God's will did not earn a place in the will. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Maybe Lizzie can repeat our memory verse one last time for the boys and girls listening at home. Sure. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And with that wonderful verse, we have to close today's program. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International and Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California. 94621 USA. Today's program number is 071. The title is The Lost Will. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!